Welcome back to the Half Swing Shinty podcast, where we review and preview the Shinty from all over Scotland with a weekly co-host. In the week where Bob McIntyre finished an impressive eighth at the Open, there was some great Shinty. And to discuss it with me this afternoon, I'm delighted to be joined by Les Kinvig. Les, how have you been getting on? Um, good, Aaron, in general. Um, obviously, difficult times mm-hmm. um, for all, even within and out with Shinty, but can't complain. We're back playing Shinty, so all good on that front. Absolutely. It's uh, it's an absolute scorcher today um, up in well, up in Bewley. Um, so that's, uh, that's put a, a bit of a smile on my face. I'm happy with that. Um, but I suppose we'll just might as well get on into it. What we normally do is uh, we ask um, the guest host to sort of tell us who they think the result of the week is, who they think the shock of the week is, and who they think the player of the week is. So do you want to start off by telling me, based on last week's results that I've sent across to you, who do you think had the result of the week? Um, <laughs> having looked at them, Aaron, I, I, obviously there was quite a few um, good draws, um, good games yeah. uh, last weekend. But I would have to say our own result against GMA, yeah. um, probably on recent forum. Um, I'm sure it would have raised a few eyebrows within Shinty. Um so I, I, I would I would possibly have to say our own result is, mm-hmm. is probably probably the result of the week as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a, a terrific a, a terrific result for us, and um, one we went into knowing GMA would be um, particularly hard to beat as such. So mm-hmm. um, great result for Open Celtic, um, absolutely yeah. great. Absolutely. I mean, they've um, they've had a really strong start to the season, GMA. So I think you know I, I probably wouldn't have uh, been the only one who was a little bit surprised to see that result come in, and in the Cameron Act as well. That's in the in the heart for the next round, which I'm sure you guys will be delighted with. Uh, in terms of the shock of the week, I mean, I suppose that was a little bit of a shock as well. But is there any other fixtures you would you would pick out other than that? Um, I don't know if it's a a major shock, but perhaps Bewley. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, obviously it went to penalties and be a, a close tight game, but I think again, um, most people would have been been looking at that going the other way as such, and maybe maybe as it went into extra time, would have thought that um, it, it would have went the other way. So mm-hmm. that that for me was one that I would have said was a was a shock. You know what I mean? Yeah, as I, I such, think. You know, I think that's um, very fair. I was at uh, Castle Loud at the game. All credit to Cabers for being able to allow fans back for the first time. They've gone through all their paperwork with the CA and uh, they, they were allowed fans back for the first time at the weekend. Unfortunately, they didn't get to see a, a victory, the home fans, but they did get to see a very good game. Um, yeah, very end-to-end and... Uh, and certainly, yeah, one of the one of the better ties of the weekend. But there was a few in there. Obviously, Oban Celtic three two, Balahulish Butte three two as well, uh, and a three each. So you know, there's been some uh, some pretty exciting games uh, in the weekend just past. It's what we often do is uh, say, okay, who do you think the player of the week has been throughout the thing? But what a lot of guys do, you just have a look and see who's scored because other than the game you've actually been at, there's not much you can say. So I was thinking, in, in your own game, who, who sort of stood out from Open Celtic's point of view? Um, well, see, to be honest, Aaron, in, in order to get that result, it was a it was a great all-round team performance. You know, the, the boys performed on the day. Um, I suppose the way we would expect them, or the way we know they can, if if they give it their all, you know, we're we're still probably a wee bit off fitness-wise. And um, with stop-start, obviously, we, you know, as a club, we had a, a small shutdown ourselves for mm-hmm. COVID issues. 
um, which hampered. And then obviously you've got games getting called off. But I mean, probably the highlight from the game, Aaron, was uh, young Ewan Campbell, fifteen-year-old, coming on and scoring a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was it was forced on through an injury. Um, but you know he's a, a tremendous prospect as such, and great to to see him get his reward with a goal and a well taken goal. Um, so pro- probably on that, if I was to pick out anyone, I, I would say young Ewan because he you know he played he played about forty eight minutes. He came on just before half time, and you know he he done a sterling job. Um, he done exactly what was asked for him. He got his reward and his goal and his overall team play for someone so young. Um, and, and playing against an experienced player, I, I felt he really, you know, he really held his own. So young Ewan Campbell would be my player of the day for Saturday. All credit to him for that. Um, talking about the game in a little bit more depth, uh, could you just sort of like talk me through exactly what happened? I mean, it must have been a, a nervy match for you. Well, we, we actually started really well, Aaron. Um, we, we, you know, from the throw-up, we went up and we had two corners, one after the other, and then. Um, a minute later, we, we were on the break again and we had another chance. Um, in the first 20 minutes, we, we were definitely on the ascendancy. Um, but it's one of them, at, at 20, unfortunately, at 20, 20 minutes in, um, Alan, the, the coach, had actually said to me, it's going to be one of these days they're going to come up the park and score here. And literally within two minutes, <laughs> they went up the park and scored, you know. But... I mean, we're still relatively calm at that point. I still felt we had the had the better of the game, certainly attacking-wise, and our defence was um, solid bar losing the goal. Um, obviously, lost a goal to a good player as well, which you know yeah. that's you know sometimes a bit individual skill. Um, you know that happens, but certainly first half um, we obviously got it got it back to one each. But we were, you know, always felt we we were looking good. Um, and I was I was fairly confident, but the start of the second half, we, we kind of lost our way at the start for about 15, 15 20 minutes, and, and if I'm honest, I'd probably say Ewan scored his goal against the run of play at that point, um, which seemed to settle us again and give us a lift, you know, and we, we came back into it, we seemed to get a grip of the game. Um, when, when GMA scored their second, um, I still felt fairly confident because we were still creating a lot of chances. Um and obviously we scored the third very quickly after GMA scored their second. Um, and at that point, we still had chances. And I felt, defending-wise, we were fairly solid. I mean, GMA are a, a good team with good players. And they were creating chances, but a, a combination of good defending and good goalkeeping um, kept them at bay. And we had chances at the other end. It was a nervy last five, ten minutes. You know that way you're watching the clock and can't believe oh, there's still eight minutes left. <laughs> Five minutes left, you know. So, um, but that that's nervy at that point because it's a big game, a big game for Celtic to get through to the next round of the cup. We've we've maybe let ourselves down a wee bit um, in previous years in cup competitions, um, and and obviously again this season with the league formats the way they were, we we said at the start we need to put a bit more emphasis on cups and trying to trying to progress a bit further than what we have done in previous years. So. Um, you know, nearly five minutes, but we got there, and I, and I would honestly say, I mean, I'm I'm fairly honest, and if if I think teams have deserved to win or whatever, 
I'll say so, and I and I do think we deserved the win on overall play um, on the day. So it was it was very pleasing. Yeah, no, I, I read uh, in GMA's match report on Facebook, and you know it sort of echoes that that you know you guys did. Uh, Certainly in the in the first half they were saying had much better of the play and and you know it was probably deserved in the end. Um, it was a good game of shinty, and it was it was it was actually a good game of shinty. And fairly well matched teams, you know. I think we're still quite young at Celtic. You know, we have a very young bench. Um, if if we take what we start with on the bench, we have three sixteen-year-olds going on seventeen and a and a fifteen-year-old. You know, essentially that was our bench. You know, we did have another senior that was kind of on his way back from injury, but our options on the bench were really young boys that are getting their first sort of taste of senior shinty this year. So, And the boys on the pitch are still relatively young and still have quite a bit to learn. So mm-hmm. um, it, it was it was a good result and a pleasing performance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's good to hear that, uh, that the youngsters are getting given a chance to, to sort of break in that first team and show what they can do. And obviously they can do um, impressive things because you know, one of your goals came from, from like you said, a, a, a young boy. Um, so that being said, you guys are due to play GMA again uh, this weekend. Uh, do you think the boys will take a lot of confidence from Saturday's game, or do you think maybe there might be any air of complacency about it? Uh, there, there won't be complacency, Aaron. Um, the you know there'll, there'll be confidence um, in doing what, you know considering the result on Saturday. Um, we will be missing a couple of players right enough through holidays. Um, but this is where the youngsters will get their chance, you know. So um, I think this season for most teams is going to be that sort of scenario where whether it's work commitments or, you know, perhaps even COVID where teams are going to have slightly different um, team lineups on the day. But, you know, we'll be slightly different this Saturday coming. But I think the boys that have played will um, be confident. And as long as they play shinty the way they can play, Aaron, um, and that's, you know... If they go out and stick to the game plan and play the way they can play, then you you take the result at the end of it. You know the GME are a good team, so absolutely, um, it'll, be it'll be tough, especially down there. So, yeah, uh, uh, that's uh, there's no question about that. They are a good side, but um, it'd be interesting to see if uh, Oban Celtic can repeat the trick this weekend. Uh, you started this season with a couple of defeats, um, but after a small break due to COVID, which you sort of mentioned earlier on. You produced two strong back-to-back results. Was it a, a case of getting the rust off after so long out? Um, I think the the game against Kyle's Aaron, it's it's obviously a fairly big step up. Um, I'm 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 a big admirer of Kyle's Athletic in general. You know, I think they're a good club. Um, they have some very very good players, and on the day, I think the first twenty minutes we were we were stunned in a sense. We never got started. Um, they were two 0 up, and we were we were kind of at sixes and sevens, um, to be honest. And it, it probably took us probably took us the whole of the first half before we settled. You know, it was only in the second half I felt we settled, and we we didn't really pose them much going forward, if I'm honest. And whether that was because of the layoff, um, I mean, I don't think the boys are terribly unfit or were terribly unfit at that point. We did a lot of fitness training. But I think our stick work was showing up, um, and obviously not being able to do stick work, um, you know, has happened. And it, listen, it's the same for everyone. But Kyle's are a big step up from Oban Celtic. You know, they're a, I would say they're a league above us, obviously in the Premiership. But I would say they're a, a top end Premiership yeah. team on their day. You know, I would still class Oban Celtic as a 
mid mid table national team with aspirations of going further. So it was a it was a massive ask for us, and you know I think the boys, if they're honest, would say they never got going and never got started, never done themselves justice in the first half. Um, the next game, the Inverary game at Inverary, it was a very close game, Aaron. Um, it, it was tight, um, and, and if, again, if I'm being honest, I, we we possibly deserved a draw. I don't think we deserved to win. I think Inverary. Um, deserved something out of it as well. So I think a draw may have been the fair result there. But again, we, we went into that game, Aaron, with a, a, a changed lineup from what we would normally have. Um, we, we actually had our second team captain, who's a striker, playing at fullback, who'd done a, a sterling job for us in at fullback. Uh, it's a position he's only played once before for the first team. We've actually used him once before in that position. Um, and we had to use him again in that position. Um we, we had to change our goalkeeper and then within, believe it or not, within 10 minutes of that game, we had to make two more changes through injuries, <laughs> uh, which meant a reshuffle. You know, we're playing a winger at half-back and stuff like that. So we actually came at, away from Inverary really quite positive in the poor performance the boys had put in. All things considered, a slightly thinner um, squad than we would like to have went down there with and a few boys playing out of position as well. So... 2-1, um, it was a good game, um, and, and you know, looking at it, it, like I say, possibly deserved the draw, but um, with the, the boys certainly done themselves justice as far as the performance they put in. Um, Inverary, again, are another another good team, um, so, yeah, at, at, at that point we're thinking, well, you know, we're, we're looking... We're looking slightly better here, and then obviously we had our COVID shutdown, um, which is which was a two-week break for us, which didn't help. But I suppose the the benefit of that was going into the Balahulis game, and no disrespect to Balahulis, but it's a it's a game we fully expected to win and fully expected to put in a performance at, um, and and I think I think we did, you know, we we you know, and and that maybe stood us in good stead for the game against GMA. You know, it was good to get a, you know. A game before a, an important game as such, and hopefully that can continue this season. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see, but certainly uh, seem to be a club on the ascendancy. Um, talking about wider ambitions, then uh, for Oban Celtic this season, what what are the ambitions? This season, Aaron, the ambition is to try and get as many of these young players up to speed um, for national division shinty as possible. Um, We've, you know, in all honesty, I suppose like most clubs, you would be delighted if you had more players, if you had bigger player pools. Um, we have to bring them through from um, youth level as such. And with the season being what it is, um, this is our chance to try and get some of these young players through. And coming up against Premiership opposition in the league um, should stand them in good stead for the coming season. So this season, it's all about game time and um, giving the youngsters game time as, as much as it's all about keeping going and getting back to Shinty because with Shinty being off, off for that long, Aaron, it was some some players found it difficult to get to get back into it and to to commit fully again to training two nights a week to playing on a Saturday. You know, it was after a year and a half of a different lifestyle, it was quite difficult for people to get back into it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's been sort of mirrored across uh, a lot of sports. But um, hopefully, the the sort of further the season goes on, and the more sort of running games that uh, that teams and clubs have, we'll get back into that old routine of uh, having your two nights training and your game at the weekend, and looking forward to that all through the week. So, here's hoping. Um, sort of a wee bit away from Oban Celtic here. Although <laughs> after your uh, result at the weekend, maybe it's not so far away. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll be there. The Telecoms Camna Cup final is coming to Oban in September. Uh, it'll be my first time visiting the town. Uh, what's your experience of previous finals in Oban? Quite, quite. Um, <laughs> how far back we should go, Aaron? But um, obviously, Mossfield's a great venue. Um, always has been, um, and and it's ingrained in Shinty history. But I do think Mossfield adds a, you know, an extra bit of, you know, spice as such, just with. Maybe the history and the tradition, and obviously the playing surface. It is a great playing surface um, that should be conducive to to great flow and shinty. So um, it will still be a good atmosphere, no matter what teams are in it. Um, and it's a great day, a great occasion, um, and and it's something that we want to see in Oban as often poss- as as often as possible. You know, so um, certainly from a shinty. You know, point of view, it's a it's a great day out in Oban. Absolutely, and uh, I'm very excited to to come down and uh, and get that final under my belt, my first visit to Oban. So we'll wait and see. If you own a holiday home, then we can help you get the most from it. We'll take care of everything from marketing your property to bookings and payments, giving you the time to sit back, relax, and enjoy watching the game you love most. Don't be shy. Contact us today for a free, no-obligation income projection from one of our Scottish property experts in your area. Just visit the Let Your Property section at cottages.com. Proud sponsors of the 2021 McTavish Cup. Now we're going to go on and talk and sort of end the show just by giving some predictions for the week ahead. So uh, some of the teams you might not have come up against very often, obviously, if they're North Premiership teams, you'd only ever really draw them on the cap in recent years. So if you're not uh, if you're not too too sure, then feel free to just say that and we'll, and we'll move on. Um, first one, first one is uh, Fort William versus Oban Kamenach. It's going to be taking place at Arnaird in, in the Telecoms Kamenach Cup second round. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? Um, I'll be honest, Aaron, and people might find this odd, but I would say Oban Kamnach. If they've if they've got um, if they've got the bulk of their first team squad available, and I'm a huge admirer of Fort William and what they've done over recent seasons, um, particularly going unbeaten in the national to get their promotion. Um, obviously, we came across them with like in the national, and I think they're they're certainly one to watch for the future, Aaron. Um, but I just think. Um, I think Oban Kamnach will be too strong for them. Um, perhaps experience will show, um, and I, I fancy Oban Kamnach to beat them. Yeah, I think that'll uh, it'll certainly be a good game. Um, Fort William, as you said, yeah, very very young squad and, and very impressive season last year, and, and some decent results this year too. But uh, Oban Kamnach finished second in the Maui Premiership last year and were Telecoms Kamnach Cup finalists. So you know, I guess. Um, on form of, of, of although it was 18 months ago on that form you've got to sort of lean towards Oban Kamenacht. Um Kamali are taking on Butte in the same competition any ideas for that? That's another tough one Aaron um, I know I know Butte fairly well um, Kamali you know obviously I see the results and stuff like that um, and I, I watched the highlights of the Kamali Fort William game um, recently mm-hmm. um, I, I think that'll be a a good close game, but I actually think again, Kilmally's experience, beautiful, a very young squad, 
I think Kilmally's experience might just see them through that one. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's probably the wider sort of expectation across the world as well. Two teams you'll be maybe slightly more familiar with um, through exploits in the Macaulay now and also, of course, in the league this year. Um, Kyles and Inverary, two teams you've already faced this year. How do you see that one going? Um, Kyles, to be quite honest. Kyles, um, yeah, we've, we've come across, we've, we've obviously played both of them this season. Um, again, I think with Kyles, it's a case of if, if they have their starting 12 on the pitch that they want to have, I think they'll be too strong for Inverary. Mm-hmm. Um, should Kyle's be missing a few of their bigger influential players, Inverary could, you know, could certainly pose a, an upset as such, you know. But I, I would say Kyle's if they're, at, if they're at full strength, Kyle's for that one. No worries. Uh, we're going to move on beyond the Telecoms Canada Cup now and onto the Alvance British Aluminium Ballymore Cup. Um, in the first round of that, Aberdara are hosting Col Glen. That again is a, a really tough one to call, Aaron. Um, I, I think I would uh, obviously Aberdour coming out of South One, Colglen still being there. If you were looking at it in that terms, you would think Aberdour would have slightly have the edge. Um, they've had a few big defeats, Aberdour this season, and, and obviously slightly expected with the league they've come into, as as with ourselves coming up against Premiership opposition. Um, but I, th- I think Aberdour might just sneak that one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okey-doke. Um, Glenackert are hosting Bewley, and you better be careful what you say with this one, Link. I am on, on current forum, Aaron, I am going to say Bewley. No, good good man, that's the right answer. <laughs> a big thumbs up from me. <laughs> uh, no, but I think uh, Glenackert versus Bewley, that should be one of, the, one of the tightest games of the weekend. I think uh, it'll be really yeah. interesting to see last few years they've obviously finished above us in the Maui National so it'll be good to see you know have how much we've improved give us a good idea basically of, of you know where we are at for this coming season and where we're going to be at hopefully next season as well but um yeah moving on to maybe I mean Lacaran you won't have played in, in quite some time I wouldn't think so um we'll maybe we'll maybe leave that one there but I think you know Sky are obviously a top end Maui National side we would say so the expectation, I guess, there would, would be for Sky to win that. Is that right? Yeah, it'd be Sky for me on that one, yep. Yeah, I think so. Maybe you could, uh, you'll could you be able to shed a bit more light than I. Um, certainly haven't seen either Balahulish or Tayforth in, in all my time in Shinty. So would you kindly talk me through that one, sir? Um, I, I think, um, again, providing Balahulish can get a team on the pitch, I think Balahulish for that one. Um, I, th- I think it'll be a close enough game, but I, I fancy Balagulish against Tayforth. Yeah. Okie doke. Uh, Artemis Macaulay Cup quarter final action as well. Kinloch Shield versus Levitt. That's uh, going to be another interesting game. It, it's it's um, there's a lot of interesting games, Aaron. Um, very interesting. That's a, that's a, a tough one. Um, again, ba- based on results in previous form and the such likes, I think it's a very tough one. I I think I will go with the. Uh, I think I'll go with Kinloch Shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it could. It's really a toss of a coin that one for me as well. I, I quite agree with you. Kinloch Shield maybe with a home advantage, just sneaking it. Um, three games left to go, and then I'll let you get away to your training because I know we've got five minutes left on the clock. <laughs> um, Caberfe at home to Newton Moore. Um, I'd say Newton Moore. I think Newton Moore will be um, pumping a wee bit over the previous two results. Um, obviously they've come up against. You know, a top top team in King Musi. Um but I think Newton Moore will be more determined um, to get that win under their belt. 
so uh, Newton more for that one. Yeah, no problem at all. I think uh, yeah, you're you're totally right. After back to back defeats to Canusi, they they'll certainly be um very hurt by that, and uh, you know Caberfield have to be at their best to to sort of stop them again this week. Um, can you see at home to Strathglass? Um, all day long, put your house on it, can you see? <laughs> okay, we'll just move on beyond that one, and this is uh, this is probably going to come as uh, no surprise which uh, which of these two clubs you're going to choose here, but uh, Oban Celtic versus Glasgow Midargyle. So I will. This is tough, Aaron. Again, obviously, I'm going to say Oban Celtic win, <laughs> but um, that is by no means taking it for granted or underestimating the challenge. Like I said earlier, we're going to have a couple of big players missing for that one. Um, so it's going to be extremely difficult, but I'll not bet against my own team. Yeah, no, I didn't think you would. Um, okay, uh, that sort of brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks very much for joining me, Les. Um, best of luck for the weekend. You've just listened to another episode of the Half Swing Shinty podcast. This week's episode was sponsored by Cottages.com. My thanks go to my guests this week as well as to all of you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Half Swing Pod and pass the pod on to a friend. I would also like to thank Glasgow band Pizza Crunch for letting us use their single Coma Inducing Gibberish as the intro to the pod. You can check them out on Spotify. And my final thanks, as always, go to Fergie McDonald for letting us use the Shinty referee to play us out. Glenorchy, Owen, Celtic, Arnamurchen, Anstradglas, Kilmorry, Bewes, and Lorne, and around the Brander Pass. There's Midder, Gael, Boleskin, and Glengarry, near Loch Ness, Strachar, and Loch Side Rovers, Cabber, Fagan, Inverness.